0: What we have done and what our goal has always been is to make our city family. Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's community spotlight.
1: Hi, it's Mike with the Portage County Safety Council. I'm here with Mayor Glenn Broska of the great city of Streetsboro. What's up, Mayor? How you doing? Good. How about you, Mike? Good. I'm also here with Coach Lovejoy, assistant high school football coach. Coaches youth wrestling, baseball, pretty much everything you can imagine. It's also a pastor in the community, and you may have heard him connected to a saying going around, maybe, maybe not, hashtag Burl Strong. I
2: don't know. Some people have been saying it. A lot of people. So welcome, <laughs> Coach Lovejoy. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mike. Love to have the opportunity to dream about the city that we're planted in. Absolutely. So, Mayor Broska, Streetsboro is absolutely on the rise.
1: Anyone can drive through the town and say this looks like a different city than it did even a couple of years ago. There's a lot of cool stuff. I love coming to town and seeing the Wild Eagle Restaurant. The cityscape has changed. There's just so many cool things that's been happening. Streetsboro is on the rise. We're becoming a more premier place to be in Portage County. Army,
0: we? we certainly are. And I mean, as evidenced by the last census that we had, Streetsboro is now at at, at seventeen thousand two hundred and sixty people. We are the second largest city in Portage County, and it's been almost 10 years that I've been mayor here, and what, you know, what really prompted me in the beginning to go is because I saw potential in Streetsboro. I worked for the city of Twinsburg, which at the time was one of the the fastest growing cities around, and I and we were adjacent to Solon, and, you know, we, we went to Solon a lot in the fire department, and I saw what we could be, and that was really kind of one of the things that that, that drew me in and, and let me know that I wanted to be a part of this. And I don't want to say we started off slow. We hit the ground running. Okay. And, you know, at the time, council supported me in the regard that we knew that we had to do something on our roads. Our roads were terrible, absolutely terrible. Our infrastructure was kind of a mess. And, and slowly but surely over the years, we had been able to obtain what I call OPM, other people's money. We were able to get and and are on tap to receive almost forty million dollars from the state and from the feds to continue to improve the city. And and we've went after this and we've used it, put the money into the city. And you know, like I said in the beginning, we look at this as a as a holistic thing. That it's like a great big circle. If we improve this, this improves. If this improves, this improves. If this improves, this improves, and it keeps on going and it keeps on. You know, perpetuating itself, and I knew that Streetsboro was poised to grow, and and much to some people's chagrin, I mean, I I still get backlash from people. Well, Streetsboro is growing too fast. Well, you know, our fate was sealed in the fifties when we were Gate Thirteen on the Ohio Turnpike. That was the thing that was going to that was that was going to bring us forth, and then when they ended Four Eighty in Streetsboro, I knew that was another thing. So. What I don't think that people before us saw was what the potential was that we had. And I don't think that the city was planned in such a way to account for this growth. So we've always kind of been behind the eight ball and trying to not only get us up to speed, but get us going beyond that. And, you know, I have to look at one of the biggest things that has helped our city is view Homes. Five hundred and forty-one homes really increased our thing. They brought an influx of new people. They brought some new people in. You know, one of the things I didn't mention in the set in the census, Streetsboro is now considered an affluent community. We were never considered an affluent community before, and you know, we are very blessed in this city that the Geist Company has decided to make us their home. They built the industrial park on Mondale and Jefferson. They built the industrial park on Phillip Parkway, and you know that tax dollars are the things that drive the city forward. And, and I'm happy to say that our income tax, because of all this influx of business, has increased. And when we have more money to work with, we can do more things with that money. And you know, we talked a little bit about economic development. I'm very happy to say we don't have any vacant building, any vacant industrial buildings in the city. Granted, the 434 up on 43 North is empty, but it's not going to be long. You look at our long-standing stuff. We have people calling us virtually every week that want to locate in our city because of wow. location, location, location. Yeah. And you know, you talked about the you talked about the retail development and the, and the uh, you know the, the restaurants and stuff like that. We have a thriving Lowe's. We have a thriving Home Depot. We have a thriving Walmart, a Target, a Giant Eagle, and a bunch of other ones. We have over fifty restaurants. And, you know, people, when when I hear the naysayers, oh, it's going to close, oh, it's going to close. No, they don't. We had IHOP close out of all the brand new restaurants. And IHOP was a victim of COVID. Will that place sit empty for a while? It may, but someone will come in here. I mean, we we are just steps away from major things happening in our city. The core concept, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the Market Square Plaza deal. Okay, Market Square Plaza was killed because there was a company that held a lease there. And even after that company had left, that plaza was still there. But over a period of time, it's gone away. Well, now we've got together with consultants and we've created a new plan, a new plan for the core concept. And that place, that area is going to be redeveloped. And, you know, you mentioned about the, the, the fire station. Okay, the fire station is just the beginning of. The building of that area, the citizens, they voted for a levy. We built this beautiful, functional, nice (laughs) fire station. And, you know, our plan for that property, we're in the midst right now doing a master plan for that entire property. We own about another 14 acres there. We are going to have a new city hall on that property. We are going to have a field house on that property. And I want to stress that the field house is not a rec center. It is going to be, our plans, our vision is we'll have an 8v8 eight eight soccer field in there. We'll have basketball courts in there. We'll have exercise rooms like yoga rooms and, and, and community rooms. We'll have a a senior center that is going to be attached to that facility where the seniors will be able to walk through a back door and go out and have access to this whole great, big, beautiful building. Plus, they'll have their area in front where they can do their things. Seniors are very important to me. I'm a senior, allegedly, okay, but, you know, we we have to make this, and this is what I meant when I started off this thing, we have to take care of all the demographics in Streetsboro, okay, we just can't focus on seniors, we just can't focus on youth, and all of them get that attention. You look at our park system, our park system is second to none. When we hold tournaments there, when we bring tournaments in, they constantly remark, about how well our park system is taken care of. We also plan on putting a centralized park down there, a theme-type park, where Mm -hmm. kids that live in that area will be able to migrate to and be able to go to without crossing a main street. It'll be a downtown park. We're going to put in a splash park for the kids, Mm -hmm. where the kids, when they're enjoying the downtown park, they can come in the summertime and they can get, you know, cooled off. We'll have a pavilion there where the parents can come in and have a picnic and stuff like that. We have this whole vision. And I really believe that when we get this government area done in the city of Streetsboro, that is going to be what causes this core concept to come to reality. We're going to have a developer that comes in and says, you know what? Streetsboro is hot. I want to be here. It's an affluent community. They have good people here. And they're going to take the time to, re- and we'll be there and we will be ready for them to do it in the way that it has. Retail is not dead. Retail came back a little bit. You know, I used to work in a grocery right. business. And when I was there, we had a real issue because that was the time when you saw all these fast foods and restaurants starting to be prolific. And it took business away from the, 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 the uh, uh, grocery stores. Well, the grocery stores had to adjust. Okay, and they have adjusted. They've made um, they, they, they've made inroads on ready-to-eat food and make it more convenient and, and things like that. Well, that's what retail has to do, Re- and and it will take a time for retail to adjust like that. I'm the type of person if I'm going to buy something, I put my hands on it. I can't put some, I can't put my hands on something on the internet. But what we have done and and, and what our goal has always been is to make our city family. I love the people that are here in the city. We don't have Hoity 20 people here. We have genuine people here in the city. Genuine. We have middle class, upper middle class, okay, that are always, you know, we had a fire on floor last week. The people came out of the woodwork that want to help this family. these people, they they are just always there. And you know, touching on a little bit what Jim is going to touch on with this creating a legacy. Even five years ago, you didn't see the people proudly wearing Streetsboro garments. You didn't see it. It, it. it just didn't exist. Now I go into Walmart and see them. I go into Target and see them. I see That's people have made a business out of doing it. I mean, I've got my Streetsboro shirt on underneath here. Okay. So and you know, it, it it's proud. And and I think the, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is you don't hear people call Streetsboro Streets Tucky anymore. We're not Streets Tucky anymore. That's true. We have yeah. gone past that. We have gone to the point where we're a respectable, more than a respectable community. And it's because, yeah. and you mentioned it, Mike, it's it's what you see going down 14, okay? You know, I get so mad when I hear people talk about the construction, the construction. What do you want me to do, Okay. I have 11,616,000 cars a year go down State Route 14. Mm -hmm. I have to do something. We have to do something to make that traffic flow smoother through there. So we've got the State Route 14 project going on. When that gets done, within two weeks, people will forget that they had to sit in traffic. That's right. It'll look like a boulevard, three lanes, Mm -hmm. curbs, gutters, and sidewalks. Sidewalks all the way from diagonal, all the way down. Uh, you know, to a family farm and a home. You'll be able to get out. You'll be able to walk downtown. We'll open it up. The year after that, the State Route 43 project is going to start from Market Square to Frost Road, three lanes, curbs, gutters, and sidewalks. Is it inconvenient? Heck yeah, but the end's got to justify the means. My whole goal <clears throat> was to make the outer parts of the city accessible to the inner parts of the city. I want to see people out walking on sidewalks and doing it safely. I cringe when I see our high school kids walking down 14. Yeah. I cringe when I see people walking down State Route 43. And when we get these projects, again, this is the whole thing. It's the full circle. We have to improve our traffic. We have to improve our infrastructure. We're getting ready to embark on a $9 million plan to improve our entire water system. We're going to we're going to loop things, we're going to replace things. You look at our roads, okay, our roads are second to none. I will put our roads up against everybody. And you know, I have to say that these last couple of years with this council that I have in place right now, the last couple of years, they have been the best council that shares the vision and that we can that that we can sit down and we can talk and we can work things out. I have plans. My plans aren't always the best plans, but with this council, I can talk with them and we can add to it and we can do the things that we need to do to continue, you know, to make this city better.
1: There's some plans coming up. I want to get in and cast a little bit more vision of what's coming. You know, when I go on Facebook and see this, the talk, I get excited. Part of the core concept plan, the master plan that you're talking about, there's plans for a main street going in, in the Market Square district. And also Absolutely. an amphitheater. Do you want to cast a little vision for that? I don't know how many people have actually heard about that out there, but that's a that's really going to change the whole idea of that downtown district and what as a community, Streetsboro is going to be like at its core. Again, Mike, it's, it's the it's the big circle thing. The amphitheater. I can't
0: wait for this to be built. Okay, I really honestly can't. We're working on. We we, we just council just approved you know, the the, the the drawing of the plans and the things like that to get that together. It's going to be placed down by the park. It's going to be adjacent to the police department. We have a natural area there that is, that will, will accommodate people putting out their blankets or their chairs and being able to see this. And there is so much that we can do with that. We can have concerts out there. We can have Thrive come out there. You know, we can have movies in the park on Friday night or Saturday yeah. night. And and it's, it's one of those things that we really felt is, is something that council and I wanted to give back to the community. It's something that we need. It's something, you know, where we can, we it's something we can be very, very proud of and it's going to add to our parks overall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I, when I think of the core concept, you know, downtown, it's going to be a mixed use thing. There's going to be, you know, appropriate retail. There's going to be some residential up above, All these things are things that continue to add and continue to blossom and make the city, you know, grow and grow. You know, one of the things that we're not going to see a lot of, Mike, is we're not going to see a lot more residential development. We have just about exhausted our areas, R1 and R2, which are our primary residential areas. Meadowview will be kind of the last place that we see that amount of homes. Now, I'm not saying there's nobody going to move in here but you're not gonna see development of that type. So I don't see us growing much past 20, 21,000 people. If you look at the map behind me, you see this area here, okay? This area here is where all of our density is. If you look down this side and across the bottom, that's all rural residential area. That doesn't accommodate large housing development. So we're not gonna see the exponential growth that we have, but we're still gonna see growth. And you see the the, the purple area up here on top? That's our industrial. That is our heart, okay? That is what gives us the money. That is what gives us the ability to continue to improve the city. I'm excited beyond belief to be, you know, the first 10 years I'm here, I will tell you right now, I'll announce my candidacy for the next four years. I plan on running and I plan on being here because I think that we've started something good and I wanna see it through. I really wanna see it through. We look back, you know, Jim, uh, uh, Pastor Lovejoy is on there. Look at our schools. You, the citizens, voted in a levy, okay? You voted in. We built and you know, is the, the school an architectural masterpiece? It may not be. It doesn't matter to me. It's a place to learn. But you look at that campus. I go, I watch the football games in other communities, okay? I see what their campus looks like. You look at that. That is a beautiful, our athletic fields are second to none. You look at that stadium. It's absolutely gorgeous. You look at that campus. It's absolutely gorgeous. You look at what they've done with, we rebuilt our middle school. Okay. It's state of the art now. We rebuilt our elementary school. It's state of the art now. You look, and, and this is the people, this is the people in this city that have said, this is what we want. And the schools did it. We're going to continue to do it. And again, it's like you said, Jim, it's building a legacy. This is what we want to do. We want to continue to make this city grow and grow within itself. We need to keep up with our traffic. We need to keep our roads good. Once State Route 14 between the square and the turnpike gets filled, and we're not far from that, I think you're going to see a revitalization of that area between the square and on the way to Ravenna. You'll see those people because people want to be here. When you look at what is is is, is in the city of Streetsboro and when you look at what is around us, we draw from everywhere. I go through the parking lots. I see all the Summit County license plates at our Walmart. I see all the Summit County license plates at our Target and at our Giant Eagle and at Lowe's and Home Depot. This is the destination for people. And we're going to continue to draw those people in. And, you know, we have to manage it. We have to have the vision to try to 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 move this traffic through our city. State Route 14 is the busiest road in all of Portage County and almost all of Summit County. 11 million cars a year go up and down there. You know, people ask, "Oh, why are we getting another? Why are we getting another car wash?" Well, because there's people there that want to get to car wash. Okay, yeah. and this guy, he did his pro forma, he did his business model, and he said, "You know what? That's where I want to be." Why did we get slim chickens first? You know why? Because these people did their mm. pro forma and they wanted to put a slim chickens here because they knew it would be successful. Wild Eagle. You look at Wild Eagle. There's one downtown and there's one in Brexville. Why did Mr. Geist want to put it here? Because he knew that it would thrive. Go in there. You got to wait an hour, hour and a half for a table. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? Our Brown Derby, you're still going to wait an hour to get in there. We're yeah, drawing yeah. these people in,
1: and they're coming to Streetsboro because it's a good place to be. It's a great place to be. You said something about the Streetsboro gear that got me all fired up, because uh, as we were talking before the recording, our high school football team went to, was it the third state playoff run in a row? Yeah, three years straight now. I took my son out there to kind of wish him farewell and send him off when they for the Chardon game, and I started noticing around me things I've heard Coach Lovejoy say quite a bit. I started seeing... T-shirts, I think there were some ladies and some gentlemen out there from the Gridiron Club and some different things. And, Coach, they had T-shirts on that said, building a legacy together. And then other T-shirts said, doing everything with the next generation of mine. That's not something you typically see on an athletic shirt. I'm mean, i a Garrettsville guy. All we had were G-Men Pride shirts, G-Men football with the little logo in the middle. There's a message that's catching wind in
2: Streetsboro that's really helping to bring the community together, isn't there? Yeah, I completely believe that one of the things that I think helped started all of this was when Mayor Broska had put out, I, I'm, you could correct me in this, Mayor. I think it was probably about four years ago or five years ago when you wanted what you wanted on the bridge when it came to our first responders, our service members, but the streets, bro, and the rockets, you put the rockets on the water tower what they put on the school, they started painting the fire hydrants, this Burl strong rocket pride mentality that the mayor began to push really caught wind. And then I think what had happened with guys like me, who was a pastor, who was a coach in the city. I coach high school football, wrestling and baseball. And I coach that in our youth sports. I'm on all the boards with SJB junior rockets football. And I'm the president of our youth wrestling program. I think all of the families together had caught the message from the water tower, from starting to see it in the businesses. And this is five years ago before we start making the playoff runs, before the athletics really started to make the turnaround that it's in. And people started buying in that I'm a Rocket. That's who I am. I live in the home of the Rockets. I live in the city of the Rockets. And so with that language, anytime you find anything cultural, when a culture is being built like Burl Strong, there's a language that starts to develop itself. And so with that phrase, Burl Strong, you could see people with the home of the Rockets, the mayor having that put everywhere, having that put everywhere, people started saying, I'm a Rocket, rather than kind of what he said earlier about this being kind of streets-tucky and still kind of having that poverty loom over us. Like people started taking pride over the last five or six years that, hey, I'm a Rocket. And then when you start having an identity when you start using cultural language of unity inside of this community, you start drawing people together, and you started seeing the reclamation of the ball fields. Our baseball fields are top-notch, and I'm not talking about our high school complex. I'm talking about our city park. When my kids first started playing t-ball here six, seven years ago, we didn't have the fences. It wasn't a bad park, but what we've done with putting fences up and what we've done with putting batting cages up And the city partnering with SJB and watching this city begin to partner with every dynamic of what this city is about, from SJB to Junior Rockets to the school systems. There is no division anywhere you look around. So when you start seeing that at the school systems, you start seeing that at the youth levels. And then you start seeing the city like partner economically with the local businesses. And it gives we talked about big big business. Now let's talk about Dean Caputo's gym coming back to the city. Come on. And let's talk yeah. about city or little businesses like Rooted Oaks. So all of a sudden you have a seed that's turning into a tree. I'm telling you, we're, we're in the next five to 10 years. I feel like the economic development of literally the entrepreneurs, the dreamers of youth sports, like all of this is nothing but grow, grow, grow. And now it has a name. It has an identity and it's Burl strong and everybody's buying in. We're buying in to such a point that you're seeing all of our athletics and our academics and the theater. Like when we do theatrical stuff here at the Northgate, everybody gets into the community. And so now you're starting to see this point that if anybody in the community gets in need, like this fire that happened just this past week, the mayor touched on it already. You could see the cars. I'm talking like 50, like people were swarming in while the while our first responders are working in a time where the whole nation is saying we're divided, we're divided, we're divided. Man, I'm telling you what you're seeing happen in this city, there is no division. You're seeing a community come together. And I say like this, we're looking at 20,000 strong probably in the next five to 10 years, but we have a small town feel inside of 20,000 people. I'm telling you, I go to the baseball fields. I go to football practice. I feel like I'm back where I grew up in Manaway and where you grew up in Geertsville, that small town fill of like 4,000 people. That's what this feels like. And it feels like family and it feels like home. We actually did a, what we call the Borough Bash this past weekend at the Annex. It's one of our buildings that once was vacant in the school system, but the school system is doing an amazing job utilizing everything we have. And when I was done with the Borough Bash, mind you our youth wrestling program now has 61 students in it 61 when you hear that kind of numbers you hear Wadsworth St. Ed's Aurora we are now coming together having activities for our students that our numbers are looking like division 1 and division 2 schools and it's absolutely amazing but to get to the the message of this at the end of the day we have parents coming up and hugging coaches and honoring the workers and going man, this just feels like home and this feels like family so much. So people that are moving in from all over the city, like uh, Mayor Broska was talking about, people are, there moving to Streetsboro. businesses and families are moving to this area and they're making this one phrase, this feels like home. And so when you do that, you start to think of words like inheritance. You start to think of words like legacy and you start thinking of things of this is where I want to raise my kids. So now I'm doing everything with the next generation in mind. And when we start thinking beyond five years, 10 years, 20 years, even 50 years, we start thinking beautification, reclamation, and it begins to reform and re-identify the city. And one of the words that I love to use, revival, dead things coming to life. This city is in a revival. This city's in a reformation and things are being reclaimed. And it is awesome. It is awesome to be a part of as a dad, as a pastor, as a coach, as a father. I believe in all of Northeastern Ohio, Streetsboro is the place to be. And my family talks about it. My kids talk about things my kids, when Planet Fitness came and Wild Eagle came, they were excited. And what's amazing is just not the excitement all the time of what's next in Streetsboro. It's awesome to be a dad and hear that kind of stuff. But it's another thing to coach what I coach in football, wrestling, baseball, and be at events in the city. And everybody's like, what's next? And I'm just going to throw this out there to you, Mayor. Chick-fil-A, Olive Garden, just some of my (laughs) personal
0: favorites. (laughs) Hey, we're trying. We're trying. And, you know, Jim, you bring up a a really good point. I go to the football games, okay? Naturally, my my, my stepdaughter, her boyfriend plays football. and, And I would go anyway, but it is good to go see him. I look up in those stands, those home stands, and they're full. Okay. And I know that's not all moms and dads and grandpas and uncles and stuff like that. You yeah. don't fill those stands with that many people with just supporting the guys. These are people that are coming to see entertainment. We went to Ravenna for a play for a game last year. We had more fans. Yeah. Street Girl had more fans in the stadium than Ravenna did. That's right. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, and that makes me proud that we fought. Granted, it's only seven miles down the road. Okay. We follow them and we support them. And you make a a a really valid point. And and you know, I used to think of being called the borough was was a bad thing. You know, it was kind of like a a a slander. Now we use it as a rallying point. That's right. We are. We're we're borough proud. And you know, you see my post on Facebook a lot of times. It's either Rocket Pride or Borough Proud. Because it is something that, that 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 we want to work on. My stepdaughter plays soccer. Look how far the soccer thing, has yes, come because we've had Streetsboro United that started bringing these kids together, and these girls were were staying together since they were four years old, mm-hmm. and it's the same as the boys. The boys did good. You look at our our, our, our football team. How far they've come. Why is it? Because it's Streetsboro Youth Football. Because you guys get them when they're four, five, six years old. You start to see, you start to develop these things. And that is that culture of, of excellence that as they grow up and as they get older and they come to the high school. I mean, I'm sure that Mason Climac, I'm sure that the Hopperton brothers, I'm sure that yeah. they were all products of Streetsboro Youth Football. And yep. we saw these guys and and I hate to just point to, to two or three kids, but, you know, they, they, they were a big part. And and I'm sure that most of the kids that are on there have come up through the ranks to the point where they are with, with the thing. And it, it's exciting. You know, it is exciting for me to see. And you're right. People are making us the destination. Talk to our realtors. Ask them how long houses in Streetsboro stay on the market, not weeks, not months, literally days, because people want to come here. We've tried very hard to keep our taxes low. We are in the bottom 13 for taxes in all of Northeast Ohio. Wow. All of Northeast Ohio. And what we've done with that money and what we've been able to do with that money is we've stretched our dollars beyond, you know, beyond where they could be stretched. We have we have leveraged the federal dollars and the state dollars to continue to improve the city. And it shows. It shows, you can see it around. And, and you're right, Jim, the next 10, 15, 20 years, things are just gonna keep better but, because it, it's kind of mushrooming. We've got that base built, we've got our infrastructure, we've got our transportation we're building it, and you're gonna see this stuff continue to go and you're gonna see the revitalization of the city. I can't wait until we get the government complex or the city center complex done down yep. there because I really do believe that that is going to be the impetus to drive the revitalization of the market square area. And that area there, it's going to get us noticed, you know, I'm excited to come into work every day. I love going in. I went to, I went to do the, uh, uh, I went to the girl scouts Thursday night, last Thursday night. Okay. And there were a dozen of them there and they're happy with, you know, they're happy with what's going on. And every one of the girls lined up and they wanted my autograph. And you know, I'm like, okay, this is this is cool. You know, I really like that, and I signed them all the same. I said, always be nice because we have a lot of nice people in Streetsboro, and yes. we are good to each other. You know, and 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 it, it it makes me it makes me feel good and it makes me feel proud. You know, to be a part of it. I love when I go into a grocery store and I see a little kid pointing, go, "That's the mayor," you know, <laughs> and, and, and it's like you know it it. it Because we're out there and because we're a part of this community, that's what makes it, you know, that's what makes it that much better. And I'll continue to be that way. I'm not going to change. You know, you call me right now, I'll pick up your phone. I'll pick it up and I'll talk to you. And people know that. And it's all part the whole thing approach. It's the big circle. Take care of everybody as we can go along. We're not going to cover anybody completely at first. Eventually they will, but we have to build for the whole city we have to build from 8 to 80 you know and beyond for that matter yeah. and each one of them needs and you mentioned earlier about our baseball fields we sunk a, a lot of money in there but yeah when people want to have large tournaments they know mm-hmm. they can come here and they can play on 10 fields that are expertly prepared and it's because and that again is because of the people we have people that that are are, are taking care of this and and, and we're giving them the funding that they can do to do it. And when you look at at, at everything, everybody gets a little bit. And yeah. as we've grown, as we've grown our funding, we've been able to spread a little bit more of it around. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I really
2: do. Yeah, and so sure. the new basketball courts look amazing. The brand-new basketball courts that just yep. got put in. Oh, and yeah. And then working on the beach volleyball courts right beach now. Volleyball. for volleyball, exactly. And like, you just – you yeah. cannot Computer go part. in the city and not see it coming alive.
1: No. Yeah. And creating that space for people to come together just reinforces that community aspect where people actually could have physical space to come meet. And that's why I'm excited about the Main Street vision. It's Absolutely. just another space down there in Market Square where more people could come together. Everything you're doing at City Park, it's a phenomenal job. I want to end on this though. Coach Lovejoy, I think a lot of mayors that could listen to this, they see and they're pushing through the economic development processes, you know, the developers and different things like we've heard from Mayor Brasca. But for those leaders that could be listening to this, like maybe out in Ravenna or Manaway or Ken out there, how do they latch on to some of the people that you've seen in youth sports that are really just taking on a message and are really trying to get behind, not just pride, like you said, the identity. They're latching on to identity of like, man, this city could really be something and we're part of something bigger than ourselves. What would you say to those government leaders to how to embrace those grassroots kind of organic movements that are going on around them and
2: how to partner with them to leverage in greater transformation for their communities. I think the biggest thing is is when it comes to culture, language is everything. So if I sit around at a table with a group of men in my city, what do I hear? Do I hear critics or do I hear dreamers? I can just relate this back to probably about three, four years ago when they first built the high school. They had first built the high school and Uh, we didn't have a wrestling room yet, which we don't, we still don't at this point, but we're using the annex. And that's not a complaint for me, but I was in a group meeting about what are we going to do with a wrestling room, a hitting room for baseball. And I was with a whole group of people from the city. And there was a lot of people that began to kind of attack our superintendent, which is one of our leaders and our athletic director, and even kind of our city officials. And uh, I just kind of was sitting in the room with about 20 people and I'm listening to people talk and I just raised my hand politely and I stood up and I said, this is getting us nowhere. This conversation about what we don't have will not get us to where what we have. And I said, what we have to look at is what do we have? And we have an um, amazing community that votes levies in. They love the next generation. Positive right there. Look at that. The next piece is we have something that can make all of our wildest dreams come true. And they're all looking at me like, what is that? And I'm like, it's land. It's land. When you own land, you can do amazing things. And so my word out there for any leader in any of our regions, county, sportage, summit, you know, any surrounding areas, if you have land, start dreaming and get around the people that can seek because listen, we don't have money, then make it, make it happen. You can make it happen when you believe. That's what visionaries do. We're on a phone call with our governmental leader who has seen the land that we have, sees the potential that it can be. And in that, good things are going to happen. History never writes about critics. So when you sit at a table and all you hear is criticism, that's a table that you want to politely and honorably get up and get away from. And then go find a table with a bunch of dreamers because dreamers are shakers and movers and they'll make things happen. And so just even in this podcast, I know that this city is going to move forward. Why? Because I'm on a conversation with a mayor who's doing nothing but dreaming. I'm talking with you, who's a council member of Portage County. I'm on this myself as a a pastor and a coach. So, I mean, I can literally just say from my church account to Streets World Junior Rockets football, to the money that's in our wrestling account, to the money that's in SJB, money's being made. Money is being raised. Good things are happening. And with that money, you're seeing things begin to happen. And so all we can do is say, every entrepreneur out there, get ready. Portage County's moving because here's what happens. When Streetsboro starts moving, guess what you see? Garrettsville's moving, Manaway's moving. Kent, my goodness, if you drive to downtown Kent from when I was raised here in a little boy, you know what that makes me for Streetsboro? I want, the, I want an Acorn Alley and Market Square. That's what I want. I want Market Square. To become Legacy Square and literally look like Acorn Alley for entrepreneurs, for pubs, for breweries, for retail, for shops. I'm telling you, in the next 10 years, I guarantee Streetsboro will look like an Acorn Alley. I believe with all my heart. And people will be walking around and shopping and loving. And Mayor Broska there's going to come a point where retirement comes to you, sir. You're going to sit back and walk these streets of Market Square and be like, my gosh. Look at all these families. Look at the smile on their face. Look at all these businesses. And then you get to drive down to the football field. You get to drive down to the amphitheater. All this is built from one thing be proud to be a rocket. Burl Strong is moving and things are happening. But you got to believe your leaders. Don't get around critics. That was the biggest thing I would say. Stay away from critical people. People ask me day in and day out, how do you do it
0: every day? And it's because of stuff like that, Jim, because I know that there are an enormous amount of good people. There's some critics here, and they're the same people time after time after time. I've I, I developed kind of thick skin, but I know that the majority of this people, of the people in this city are good people, and they see what we're trying to do. That silent majority that sees that we are trying to, to build a legacy and do the things. I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. I love what I do, Jim. I really honestly do. And when I have a council that believes and sees what we can be and what we can accomplish and we can sit down and we can discuss and, 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 make these things happen. It just makes it that much better. Just makes it that much better.
1: Mayor, I love the vision that's coming forth. I love, you know, you think about that, the future, I love what's coming in, you know, the sand volleyball courts, all the the amphitheater plans, but I like what's going on now. When I drive through the city, it looks different. It's got a different feeling. People have different attitudes. I know sometimes it's easy to get caught up in the vision where we're headed and we miss enjoying the present moment with what we have, but I enjoy coming to the city. I enjoy eating in the city. I enjoy working out in the city, and I love the vision. I love everything happening, and I love watching the city literally just blossom right in front of our very eyes. So, Mayor, thank you so much for your hard work. Coach Lovejoy, thank you for everything you do pastoring and coaching in the city. Streetsboro, gentlemen, is definitely on the rise.